y'all. Happy Monday, which is kind of weird. Not weird, but I just posted last week's episode today. So, yeah, I'm, y'all, y'all already know. I'll have to keep repeating it and saying it. Y'all know what's going on on these, on these negative woods. But anyway, how are you guys doing? I hope, um, it's Monday. So I hope it's not a typical Monday. I have my Mondays got me like t-shirt on and it's a sloth on the front hanging from a tree branch, you know, cause sometimes Mondays just be, you know, but hopefully everybody is doing good hanging in there. Nothing too crazy. It's right now one fifteen in the afternoon. So hopefully, you know, everybody is, you know, or it's almost over. You know, once the afternoon comes, just you, you kind of get that a little bit of a kick, you know, to get through the <laughs> to get through the rest of the day. So I we're I don't know. It's like it's so much that's kind of like in my head right now, and I don't know if I want to like break it up or whatever. But um. I guess, so last week I watched, I don't know how many people watch um, Love and Hip Hop. This was Atlanta. I believe that's the the one that's on now. It's so many of them. I can't, I'm not going to lie to y'all. It's hard for me to keep track sometimes. But, um, and I don't, you know, I won't say everybody watches, so I don't want to assume. So that's why I'm like, I don't know how many people watch it. I It's one of my ratchet television shows that I watch in my life just to, I don't, I don't know to be like, okay, well, at least I'm not going through that, you know? (laughs) So this episode is where, okay. So we all know Jock. We love Jock, right? It's like what you go from a moment of liking him and then you go to a moment of hating him and then you'd be like, what the fuck Jock? But this is, you know, Jock is, is, he's a rapper. He has a wife on the show. He recently got married. I want to say a year or two ago. Don't quote me. I, I, it's it's not my business to keep track of people's relationships and, and stuff. But he got married. And, but before they got married, right, he and his fiance, girlfriend, I don't know if they were engaged or whatever at the time, but whatever, they decided to go on a break. And she has said openly that she was doing her own thing and he was doing his own thing. So they both were sup. They were on a break. They understood they were not together. They both were doing their own whatever. So you know, sowing their wild oats, however you however you want to fucking put it. But that's what they were doing. Unfortunately, because let's be real, Jock is fucking fertile, right? Homeboy has a lot of kids. So if you do before he got married, you, you fuck around with Jock, you probably end up pregnant. So you just gotta be careful. <laughs> Because his soldiers are for real, you know. So, during the break, he did get a girl pregnant. So, now there is a baby. The baby is, I want to say, like three now, if I remember correctly. But, um, so this particular episode last week, it's when Jock is, you know, he's having a conversation with the mother of his daughter. And she's expressing how, you know, you have my kid. You know, we have this cussy thing going on and I have yet to meet your wife, right? So she's asking like, hey, I want to meet your wife, Feel, you know, just so we can meet or whatever, for which I concur. I'm not going to lie. So Jock goes to his wife, Kendra is her name. He goes to Kendra and he's, you know, having this conversation with her. Do I feel like we probably shouldn't have had this conversation in a bowling alley with all of your kids, like if this is the first time you have all of your kids in one spot and you're enjoying each other's company, I personally, I probably wouldn't have brought this conversation up in that particular moment, but hey, it makes for good television, right? So that's probably why he did it. But he pulls his wife aside and he's like, hey, I met with the young lady. We had this conversation. She would like to meet you. And Kendra's like, what the fuck I need to meet her for? And this, that, and then she goes into calling her a bitch. And this, and I will give, you know, props to Jock. Cause he's like, why does she have to be all that? Like he's strict, you know, Hey, why the young lady gotta be all that? She, you know, 
She asks me to talk to you. You say you don't want to do it. All I can do is tell her that you don't want to do it. Like, Kate, you know. And coming from a single mother, coming from a single parent perspective, who is in the mix of co-parenting with her child's father. And every time I say this, I want to, you know, make sure that Anything that I say regarding co-parenting, it's not meant for just one parent. It's meant for both sides. Anything that I ask or anything that, and this is just overall, anything that when you're in a co-parent relationship and you guys are having conversations, anything that is shared is shared for the both of you, not just, it's not just a one-sided request, right? So it's not just um this is what i'm asking for you to do and i'm not willing to do the same thing hey y'all sorry about that had to take a pause for the calls uh my it's too wait no it's monday sorry just changed it mondays are my garbage days and because it does feel good here in good old texas i have my windows open instead of turning i'm not i'm not going to turn the air Oh, it's, oh, there's, oh, crap. <laughs> ah, sorry. Um, last week, look, I'm having some difficulties today, y'all. Sorry. Um, last week, they came at really early, like the butt crack, like between like 7.15 and 7.30, and I missed them. And then today, like, of course, now they haven't shown up at all. But that was the recycling people, but they're still sometimes early. But I had to take a pause for the calls to let them do you know, their job or whatever. So I can get back to doing mine. So back to what I was saying. So, um, I just, like I said, like I was saying, it's never just, it's never a one party request. If I'm suggesting something and this just goes for me, I don't know about, you know, your situations or whatever, but this just goes for me. Anything that I suggest or put out there, I am putting for myself too. So that same, like, Hey, Let's wait six months before we introduce, you know, that goes for me too. That's not just for the other party. It's for both parties. So coming from um, a co-parenting relationship and, you know, having that person when they, you know, start dating, I believe that as the mother of the child, I should meet who is going to be around my kid. I have to, I'm an energy person, right? I need to look you in your eye. I need to see who you are. I need to vibe off of you. I need to get that feel because I'm not going to put in blind faith or that blind trust that you're, you know, do right by my kid or say whatever, like whatever. It's like as, as a mother. And then you would think that, when the person is dating another parent, that it's an understood request. It's an understood, like, of course, you know, I have a child myself. I will want the same thing. I will want to make sure that that parent understands, like, I have a kid. I understand where you're coming from. Absolutely, of course. Let's all be on the same page. Let's all be on the same accord. I'm a firm believer in if we are on the same page in the and the child sees it or the kid see it, it makes it easier for them to adjust to whatever the situation is. It makes them easy to, you know, open up and express their feelings and let them know, makes them feel like they don't need to hide anything from one, from one parent, right? Like you don't, you want your, your kids, your child to be open and you want, you know, that they understand what the situation is and oh, everybody is getting along and I can, you know, feel the way I feel with no repercussions or whatever the case may be. So if my child is around you and with this baby being three, yes, this baby can probably talk in their, you know, form those sentences, but sometimes everything doesn't come out that way. And I'm still having to worry about, okay, where is my kid going? Who are they around? I have to go off of this trust, not off of the trust as the father, because like, I've, you know, me and my best friend, 
one of my best friends, we've had this conversation where it's like, not only do I have to trust the parent, the other parent, but it's hard for me to really trust that other parent when we didn't have a relationship like that. It's like, you know, I, we were talking and I said, I firmly believe because they were on this break. I don't think Jock was looking for his next relationship. I think it was maybe, you, you know, uh, I don't want to say wham, bam, thank you, man. <laughs> situation but I think it was maybe something that happened maybe once or twice and within those encounters she got pregnant you know it's like oh my god I'm I'm sleeping around like I don't think it was something that was a serious situation right I think they had fun and this beautiful baby girl came out of you know having that fun so not only am I having to adjust to getting to know you right outside of what I've seen on tv social media your music or whatever. Like I know what I've seen. So now I'm having to get a chance and now I have to trust you. Not only do I have to trust you, I have to trust your wife, right? I can't have that blinded trust with someone who I don't know. I barely know you. I'm sharing a child with you. I don't know your wife and you want me to send my kid to you and be and feel comfortable and not have any concerns or issues of what's happening. I don't think that's right. I feel like Kendra is so in the wrong. And what um, my friend was like, well, she doesn't, you got to remember, she doesn't have any children. She doesn't have any biological children. So she's not really understanding that maternal, you know, that maternal feeling, that instant of, why this mother is asking this request. And I was like, I'll give her that. You know, she does not have biological children. But even if you're an aunt or a godmother, like you still can understand that person's point of view. You're so stuck on the fact that, well, this is your doing and you did this and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, you can't just like, yeah, he got her pregnant, but you have admitted that you was out doing what you were doing. Y'all was on a break. You was having fun. He was having fun. Everybody out there having fun. It's just it's unfortunate that with, with his fun, this beautiful baby girl is a product of that. And the child, no, it's not that child's fault. And I'm happy that she understands that it's not that child's fault. But you you can't be like, well, she knew he was engaged and the break or not. She knew, well, no, 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 not break or not. Y'all, you have said y'all was on a break and you were doing your fun as well. So you can't get mad at him for when he's doing the same, the same exact thing that you were doing. I guess I never truly understand that when it comes to, and I'm a female myself. I never understand when females get upset about the shit that I do to do, but you turn around, you do the same shit. Like you can't get mad at him for fucking around when you fucking around too. Everybody is is getting stuck, stick, whatever. They sticking or you getting stuck. Everybody everybody is having their fun or whatever. So you can't get mad when you out doing your dirt. You doing your dirt in both and he's doing his dirt or whatever. And vice versa. Because dudes want to, you know, I will say this. I do believe that sometimes as women, right, we do tend to forgive a little bit easier than men do when they find out that we're doing the same shit that they're doing. We find out they're doing it. We may split for a while. Ultimately, all right, I forgive you. Take you back. You say you're going to change. Blah, blah, blah. Fall for the okie doke. Fall for that banana in a tailpipe or whatever. Sometimes it's not a banana in a tailpipe and they really do change. But let that be different and that person find out. Let that be different and he finds out that you did it and it's like all held and broke loose. And oh, it's like you can't. It hurts you to picture her with another dude, but how you think it feels for her to picture you with another chick? The shit that you do to me, you doing to another bitch. How the fuck am I supposed to feel? So it it goes, it, it's both ways. So I, I just feel like Kendra needs to be an adult, right? And, and stop, and you stop being a bitch, and I'm, I don't want to call her a bitch, but you giving off bitch tendencies in in this particular area for having so much hostility towards this female who 
you was out doing the same thing and she just happened to get pregnant in the, in the baby. You know, the baby's now here. You have to give her a little bit of respect because that is her, that is that child's mother, right? And if this child is seeing you having any type of hostility towards their, towards their parent, that's going to stay with them. And I, you know, I don't like, you know, some people when you be like, well, they don't see anything. We think our kids don't, we think our kids don't see anything. We think our kids don't hear anything. I know I try my best, right? Especially if me and his father are having a conversation, I try my best not to have that conversation in front of him, around him, you know, so he not ear hustling or whatever. But it's not always easy to do that. So I have to be conscious about what I'm saying and how I'm saying it, because if he sees that we are beefing and it's some type of hostility between us, he's going to carry that. That child is going to carry that. And ultimately, that child is going to look at you as the outsider because you're not her parent. You're not her mother. She knows you're not her mother. Yes, this is my dad, but you disrespected my mother. And now I have to treat you accordingly, pretty much, right? Like you really can't ask for much respect of me when you won't even respect my mother. And you disrespect the child every time you disrespect. The mother. I don't think a lot of people equivalent that or put that shit together. Like every time you disrespect that parent, you disrespect that child. That's a slap in the child's face. And you can say up and down, oh, I don't have any issues with the child. He's great. He's wonderful. Or she's great. I love her to death. I'll treat her like my own. But you treat the parent, you treat the other parent like shit though, right? That's a blatantly disrespect to the child. Because how is that child supposed to feel about you? Because then it also puts into the mindset of, okay, this is what you say in front of me. I can just imagine what you say when I'm not around and how you truly feel about my dad or my mom, what, you know, whoever. If you can say this in front of me, I could just imagine what you are saying when you're not in front of me. That's a blatant disrespect. You're not disrespecting the, the person to their face for which. I hate that shit too. Like if you could say it behind my back, you could say that shit to my face. But you're not even saying it to them. You're saying it to your girlfriend. You're saying it to your mother. You're saying it to, you know, like anyone. Like you're, you're talking and then you expect this child to be respectful towards you. Are you fucking serious? Sometimes it's, 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 I understand where some disrespect comes from with kids, especially when I see the situation, right? If we're friends and I hear you downplaying this person's parent, the dad, mom, whatever. As a friend, I should be calling you out on your bullshit, especially if the kid, I'm like, well, is, is, are they here? Oh yeah, they upstairs or they're around. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Can they hear this conversation? Girl, I don't know. No, they can't. No, you think they can't hear. Kids are ear hustlers. Think about how you were at that age, right? We was my group. We was some resilient little fuckers. Like if we could find a way to eavesdrop on an adult conversation, you think we're not going to realize? You think we're not going to figure out how to eavesdrop on that fucking conversation? We putting everything on mute. We are sending the littlest one out there and putting them in some type of nook corner or something to listen and come back with all the information. And if the littlest one (laughs) is not, you know, we know they're going to come back and say like, okay, I'm pretty sure that's not what they said. Don't let somebody have a tape recorder. Look, you're going to get in this corner. You're going to take the tape recorder. You're going to record the conversation. Come back. We're going to listen to it. We're going to analyze and figure out what the fuck is going on. Don't think we wasn't thinking about that shit. We were. So if we were doing it, because our kid, you know, every kid thinks they're the first person to figure some shit out. We was doing it. They little ass going to do it too. So as your friend, it is my job to call you out. Girl. Or even if it's a dude. Dude, what the fuck? 
haven't had this conversation here. The child can hear you. I understand that's how you feel or whatever, but don't disrespect the kid by talking about their mother or talking about their dad. Like, seriously? Like, come on now. I can't, I can't sit here and let you do that shit. Like, I know you feeling some kind of way or whatever. Whatever the case may be, your feelings are valid. I'm not going to say what you're feeling isn't valid because this is your experience, not mine, right? But let's not do it in front of the kid, right? Because... I don't want to dis- the kid. The kids are innocent. We know the kids are innocent. So let's not do this around them where they can hear and have, you know, because I'm telling you, they're going to hold on to that. And when they start reacting, when they start acting in some way, and sometimes it won't, it's not an instant action. Sometimes it can, you know, you can be in that child's life for a year. You could be in that child's life for two years. But you can say something like we all have been there. You can, you know, when you break up or have a bad experience with something and you hear that one word or you smell something or you hear a song, it takes you right back to that same event. Right. And all those emotions come back. So it doesn't matter how long you said it. The kid heard it. They're going to hold on to it. And you can say something talking about somebody else but within with them but within what you are saying can trigger that child's memory and now they about to treat you in a whole different light and you sitting there going oh my god I don't understand what happened we you know I've been in this kid's life for two years and this is this is we never had any issues and well bitch two years ago you said some shit that they couldn't analyze they analyze that shit now now they realize okay I don't fucking like you you disrespected my mother you know what I'm saying? So, Kendra, girl, you're going to have to put them big girl draws on. Be the adult, because this baby needs adults in their life, and work it out with the mom. Now, I don't know, because we all know this is reality TV. I don't know how long ago this has been recorded. I don't know if she's talked to, look, I ain't there, right, to really know the whole process of, of what's going on. I just hope that she's grown up in that area, right? Cuz to, you know, I was going to make a comment about lawyers. <laughs> That's why I kind of got quiet. But I will just say this as a general. You have smart dumb people, right? They are book smart as shit, but certain certain aspect in life you like you are dumb as hell. So in this particular situation is you just, you just dumb and you're not handling this right. And I'm look, I'm not a doctor. I can't analyze you. I can't, I'm not a professional to put my stamp of, yep, this is what's wrong on it. I get that. This is just my opinion. You can agree or disagree. I, I personally don't give a shit because everybody's going to feel what they feel, but I'm just, you know, I'm hoping that she grows up and and, and kind of realizes that her actions is ultimately will will hurt the, the child. Just meet the mother, get the the that vibe check going for you and her, right? I will honestly say that um, I have not met who my son's dad is dating, and they've been dating for a while, and. I do feel like it's a, it's a disrespect every time they interact because it's your, it's just, that's, I'm going to just leave that there, right? <laughs> but that's just how I feel because I have put forth and I did what the young lady did. Like, hey, I want to meet this. This person's going to be around my kid. Now, granted, that baby is three and my, well, he will always be my baby. He's 13, so he can really voice his, you know, if something's happening, if he's uncomfortable or we're not, you know, it's like he can really advocate for himself and let me know what's going on. That baby's three. She necessarily can't do that quite yet. But in both situations, you are asking the, the, the mother to blindly trust someone who I've never met. That's a lot to be asking of a mother. And I'm, I'm a very protective Mom, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care who you are. I will cuss you out. And 
and go for bat for my kid. I don't care who you are. I, you know, it's like I tell my child, I tell him every time I drop him off and make good choices. You got this. Remember, your mom is here because what? And he always repeats back because you fight kids all day. I fight kids. I fight adults. You know, you let people in your school know. And I've told this. I've said this to the principal. I said this to his teachers. You don't want to see my face. Because the moment you see my face in the school for something other than him being awarded of something, that's not a good thing. It's just not. It's just not a good thing. Especially if I, I always go to him first with a story. Like, hey, this is what Deshaun. Oh, okay. Well, let me talk to him. Let me talk to him first and get the story. And then I will con- and then I will communicate with you on what we do after that. But I'm not going to take that person's word up front. Especially if it sounds so out of pocket for my child, right? Like, hmm, that's not him. Like, I know, you is, and that, I mean, that goes for everybody. We all have our days. We all have our moments. So it's like, mm, no, that's not him. That don't sound right. Let me, let me have a conversation with him first and I'll get back with you. Okay. Thank you. Bye. And then his school, you know, everything is, you know, I, I don't know if that's just how it is overall with everyone, but I know with, you know, anything that happens, I don't hear about it until the end of the day. So it's always like 430 five o'clock, six, that I may get an email from the teacher, you know, and it's like, well, damn, I can't call you now, can I, right? Because you're not, but it's it's fine. But then it also gives me time to talk to him and figure out what happened and, and, and go from there. But I would like a little bit more of a, of a heads up, right? <laughs> just, just saying. But um, yeah, can, you know, just a little advice to Kendra. Let's, let's, be adults in this situation and put the babies first. Like go in there. Ultimately, this is about the child. This is not about me. This is not about my personal feelings towards you. This is to make sure that the child is comfortable on both ends and they know that the adults in their lives definitely are there for them. There for them. Sorry, blah, blah, blah. There for them, have their back. And they can talk and communicate, right? Because like I say, if, I always say, if some shit were to happen and he is unable to get in contact with me, as a significant other, it's your job to get in contact with me. But you can't do that because I don't know you. You see what I'm saying? Like, I always go into that thought process of it. You're in a whole different area. I'm in a place of where if some shit pop off or some shit happen with my kid, I need to know what's happening, right? And if you can't get to me, if your phone is fucked, I need to make sure I have this person's number in my phone just in case it pop up. I know who the, oh, well, that's what my kid is telling me answer the phone. You know what I'm saying? So I go to the safety part of it. I go to that part of it. Like, I don't give a fuck what y'all are doing but when it comes to my child I want to make sure everybody's on the same damn page that's just me so that was my little you know my little recap of that I know that kind of went on a whole rant or whatever um hey y'all did you guys watch now I didn't even notice this on you know tiktok be keeping me informed number one let me just go um give praise to tiktok for a second because they do it 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 does it keeps me so i was scrolling you know my little thumb was just scrolling and i saw this clip and it was wendy williams and she was talking to someone and she looked at her and said why don't you go downstairs and find something to eat to make you fatter i was like what is happening on my phone right now so i didn't know that it was a whole documentary out about Wendy Williams on Lifetime. Um, I believe it's called uh, Where is Wendy Williams? And I just finished the second, because I guess it was it was a two-parter. The first part came on Saturday, and then the second part came on yesterday. So I just finished the second part of this. And I just want to be, like, um, as transparent. I am not, the. I don't particularly care for Wendy Williams. I don't. I never really 
watch i know she was on for 14 years but one i didn't even realize it was that fucking long that she that she was on the air like that's crazy but um i wasn't like a dedicated watcher right it's like i would catch clips um if i saw something if i saw what she had like a celebrity that i like then i would go on youtube and see if it was you know or whatever but it wasn't like i was recording it or oh i had to watch or had to watch it or whatever um so I just want to, you know, like never, never really was a, a fan. Right. But I wish everybody, well, I want everybody to be healthy. I want the best for everyone because this life is already fucked up and we deserve to be the best to our abilities. Right. Health wise, especially, um, and watching this documentary my heart truly goes out to her and I, I truly, truly pray and I hope that that she is getting the help that she deserves and that she is getting better. Um, watching it, you can see, the, and this is just my opinion and, and my perspective from watching, that she has a lot of yes people um, in her life. You can look at her and, and clearly see that she she's not in her right state of mind during this documentary. I don't know. I can't speak of, of today, but during the documentary, you can tell that she was not in her right frame of mind. You can tell that she um, was definitely forgetting things. She wasn't sure what she wanted to say. It's like you would have a conversation with her and it'd be one subject and then it would definitely go into something else. I know in there, they kind of, they finally decided that she, you know, had alcoholic, alcohol related dementia. Um, so her remembering things um, was, you know, you can have a conversation and it, like I say, it, it turned into something completely different. Um, this publicist, that's who she was talking to about, you know, go eat something to get, you know, make you fatter. I thought that was just fucking insane that she would say that to somebody. But I will say that pub. I, I wouldn't call her a good person because you can look at her and clearly see that she's not right. And you know that her manager is always like, she can't have alcohol. She can't have alcohol. She can't have alcohol. And you take her, you whisk her away on this trip to fucking LA and she's drinking. And they straight ask you, like, oh, do you know, are you comfortable with her drink? Oh, I've never seen her, you know, get drunk or, or have it. She, she knows her limits. You've known her for a year, right? Mm, really? You can really sit here and look at her and, and say it's all right for her to be drinking alcohol, for which her manager has always come out and say that she absolutely cannot have alcohol. And... You just gonna sit there and 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 watch her, you know, deteriorate. Um, hope I said right in front of you, and you just and you're just going along with it. It it was hard to watch. I do recommend watching it. I always, I'm a person about documentaries. I am. I feel like you you when a person does a documentary, you get to know them. A little bit more outside of what is portrayed in, you know, social media, you know, if they do a reality show or whatever, like you get to know that person outside of that because everything is not privy to us. And I completely understand that. I'm not one of those ones, you know, that has to know what's going on in somebody's life, you know. I could read an article and they could be like, oh, they have four kids or all, you know, but it's like, oh, I didn't know they had kids. Well, you know what? I shouldn't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, ultimately, you know, I, I shouldn't know because it's really none of my business, right? If they choose to share it, then they choose to share it. And if they don't, they don't. It's not like I know you personally, right? And you went and you got married and you didn't tell me. Then that's when I'd be pissed. That's when I would be pissed. Like, but you went off and got married. You can tell me shit. Like, that's, you know, that's because I know you, right? And we have that personal 
relationship. But if it's a celebrity and they choose to elope, what the fuck? Let them elope. I don't, I mean, this is why they elope. Because look at the shit that's happening right now. They was trying to avoid all of this. Um, But I, I, you should watch it and kind of gauge from yourself. Everybody, like I say, is going to have their own opinion of it. But that's just, you know, my, I, I hope and I pray, I really do, that her state of mind today is better than what it was in this documentary. I hope that, ooh, excuse me, that her and her son, because you can, you listen to her son talk, you can see how much he cares about his mom and how he wants to be there and protect her and, and, and shield her in every possible way that he can. So I hope their relationship has definitely, you know, is for the better and, and that they're together and that he's helping her and the whole family as a whole, right. It's just, you know, lifting her up and keeping her in high spirits. Um, let's put, you know, the work talk, on the back burner and let's just focus on her and her health. Like I, you know, I get it when you have a passion for something and you love it, you want to get back to it. You you have to have it. But at some point, if you're not physically and mentally able to do that, you need to um, really work on yourself first, right? And get that together and get yourself in that right state of mind because if if it's not right then the project itself that you're trying to do or your passion is not going to be right it's going to come out like putty right it's going to get stuck and it's not going to make any sense and it's and it's and it's not just going to be your best work and then that's going to cause more people to have um negative to say then than that positive like oh my god why would she do this she looks you know look how she looks and looks how she's talking and that doesn't make any sense like the conversations that she would have you know it just it wasn't there I just hope that she is um today because I think this I think it was filmed I know it was definitely filmed last year around October November so I think that's when they wrapped um because they was following her for a while. I think they was following her for about a year, if 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 I remember correctly from it. So I hope so. Since then, of wrapping it and everything, and you know, I hope she's in a, a better place and not worrying about getting in front of the t. You know, being on TV right now. Let's just focus on, um, you know, on taking care of yourself first and worry about that other shit later and get a, and get rid of all those yes people because you need someone in your life to be able to tell you no and flat out just tell you you know the truth even watching it and those you know even like they will ask questions while she's there but you know they do like the little I won't say confessionals or whatever, but they had like the one-on-one conversation with producers and the producers asked questions. And you can still tell within that, that they were walking on eggshells and not wanting to answer the questions completely. Right. And it's like, at that point, when it has to deal with someone's health, you, you can't, you can't fuck with that. You can't really walk on eggshells like that. Especially if that person is harming themselves. You have to be able to speak up and be like, okay, this shit ain't right. Something's wrong. Let's fuck talking about getting her back on TV or whatever, or whatever the, you know, let's, you know, can you really look at this person and say they're competent to do what we're talking about them doing right now in this place right now? Are they able to do it? And we all know the fucking answer is no. So why are we having this conversation and not trying to figure out what can we do to get them help? Yes, they're probably going to fight on it and not, you know, and say, I'm fine. Everybody's favorite thing is I'm fine. I'm good. Sometimes it's you're not fine. You're not good. We need to get you to that point, but you're not right now. And it is okay to not be fine. I'm going to be honest with you right now in this particular moment, I am not fine. I am not okay. I put the front on like I am, but I'm not. I struggle a lot 
you know, especially these last couple weeks, because it's it's a lot that's coming ahead in these next couple months. And I really need to figure out what my next steps are going to be. And all that hinders on me finding a job. Right. So it's just a lot. And I will, you know, I was not always ready to admit that I'm not okay, because I always felt like I needed to be strong. And I'll need to make sure that I got it together. And I need to make sure that I put that front on, like I'm good, I'm, you know, and I got this and I'm not worried. And I have, you know, I'm, you know, they say you need to check on your strong friends. I'm one of them strong friends you got to check on because I will say I'm fine, but I know that I'm not. I know when I get home or, you know, have a moment, close my door and I'll cry. I've had a lot of crying sessions. I think I've said before that I'm waking up more, waking up with more headaches than I have in a very long time. Um, Even going to sleep with headaches. And sometimes I think it, sometimes I'd like to think that it's food related because I will sometimes wait too late to eat. And when you do that, now it's like 11 o'clock and you're trying to find something to munch on because now I'm hungry, right? Because, you know, because once you eat, that cycle is broke. And now now your body's like, okay, now I'm fucking hungry. We ain't ate all this time. Now you put something in me. Okay, I'm hungry. You know what I'm saying? So it, I'm thinking that's what it is. Some, I think it's more stress than anything, to be honest. Just going to throw that out there. So but so that's what I'm just saying. Like, let's not just focus on, you know, getting her back on TV. Let's help her mentally and physically first and then worry about that TV shit later. Because TV, let's be real, that's always going to be there. It's always going to be some celebrity shit. It's always something's going to happen. Like, that world is not going anywhere. You know, it's always going to be comments that are need to be made. Just like me. I just talked about fucking loving hip hop. You know what I'm saying? So it's always going to, it's always going to be there. You don't have to rush to get back into it. If you're going to do it, let's, let's do it right. Let's get you right. First, that's just my, uh, my, my two cents on that. All right, y'all. I think I've talked y'all off your ears off enough today. Um, because of all the technical difficulties <laughs> that I had today, I'm going to have to like mismatch, take a bat. No, I'm kidding. But like have to make sure that everything is, it flows well and makes sense and all. But I will definitely get, I have to get better with posting. Um, but like I say, um, oh, I didn't get a chance to talk about it, but I did watch one more thing. I did uh, watch, you know, because I said, I think this will help get the kickoff of me recording more. Um, what would you do? Because that comes on on Sundays. I did watch that um, as well today. Um, I had to get ready for y'all. Like I was I was on it. Um, I did watch that today. And the scenarios in this one, I'm not going to lie. It, it, it kind of threw me. Like one was it was a couple. And. She was telling him that she was pregnant, you know, and so it was one scenario where he was telling her to get an abortion. And it was another scenario where she was saying that she wanted to get the abortion. It, You know, it was another one where it was a homeless lady coming and asking, you know, for food. And then it was another one where it was an employer. It was an interview and the employer was talking to a black female and saying, well, you know, can you straighten your hair? Cause it doesn't look clean and well kept or whatever the fuck. And then it was another one of, um, it was a guy, you know, presenting a prenup to the, the female. Now I wish in that one, they kind of, I wish they would have reversed it. Cause they only did the male presenting a prenup prenup to the female. They didn't change it. Where was the female presenting a prenup to the male? Like I kind of wish how that, I got to see how that perspective would have went. I will say this one is regarding prenups. I look at them the same way I look at medical insurance, right? We have medical insurance or even car insurance. It's always in case shit happens. In case you get into an accident, in case you break your foot, 
in case somebody hits your car, in case, you know, you fall. Like it's it's in case shit happens insurance. That's basically what it probably should be fucking called in case shit happens. That's how I look at a prenup. I don't look at it as I think it gets a negative um, thing. And I'm pretty sure I think I've discussed this with you guys before. I think it gets that negative stigma of, you know, of a bad thing. And I don't think, I honestly don't think it's a bad thing. I think it's a a protection. It's a just in case shit happens. I'm not, when you get health insurance, you're, you don't want to end up in the hospital. You don't want to end up breaking an arm or breaking your leg or falling and, and needing, you know, to get shit replaced or get stitches or screws or anything like that's, that's not your goal. Right. So getting the prenup is the same way. Like you're not getting the prenup because you want a divorce in the end like that's not that that's not your way of thinking going into it it's like i said it's a in case shit happens in case you fuck up in case i fuck up like i feel like prenup should be have equal information in there from i'm a firm thing on, on both parties when if i'm asking you for a prenup it's not just for my benefit it's for your benefit as well this is for the both of us you want to put some claws and some shit in there about what happens if I was to cheat or babies or I wouldn't say babies because I think that's, you know, but you know what I'm saying? Like reasonable information, like cheating or, you know, financially, like if you want to put that in there, that's perfectly fine. I'm here for it because you got some requirements. I got some fucking requirements. too. it's not just about you. It's about me too. So that's how I look at it. So I don't, you know, I think we should take that negative stigma off of prenups and just look at it for what it is in case shit happens and it's protective for not just you and that it's for not just for you, but for that other party as well. Now, the other scenarios that took place, like the whole, you know, wanting to straighten her hair in order to get the job and her, uh, um, the pregnancy one. And then I feel like I was sitting here with my mouth open because I truly do not know how I would react in those situations. I know it's easy to watch it and yell and say, I would say this and I would do that and this, that, and the third, but you don't know until you are in it. You don't know until you're in the situation and it's blatantly in front of you. You don't know how you would react. So me sitting and watching it, I don't honest. I can honestly say I don't know how I would react. Now the homeless person coming in and asking for you know food or help or whatever, I think it was great. Some people came to her aid and was like, hey, you know, I'll pay for her lunch. It's fine. Put it on my tab. Or hey, here's twenty dollars. So she can eat and then there's enough money for her to get something to eat and then you get a tip. Like that's, you know, that was that. The only a little critique that I have for that is that what if, because it was a white lady homeless person, you know, what if it was a black person in the same situation? Would people come to that person's aid the same way they did her? They only did a scenario with a white lady. They didn't do with a black male a black male or a black woman, like none of that nature. It was only with the white. So that was like my only thing I was sitting here. I'm like, that's great. That's wonderful that they're like, you do have those that are sticking up for her and like offering to pay for her food. But if this person was black, would they be saying the same thing in the scenario of getting an abortion? I hate to put, you know, you look, throw that monkey wrench in there. But what if the couple was a black couple having that same conversation? Would they feel the same way? How they felt in that scenario? The, you know, prenup, would you feel the same way if it was the woman giving the man the prenup? And if, you know, change that around, if it was a black couple talking about like, how would you feel in that scenario? So it's like, sometimes they do, they will switch up the races and, and, and see how people will react but in this one I feel like this was one of them times I felt like you should have switched it up especially the homeless one just to really get the perspective of where people are um if I'm a if I'm in the situation where someone's needing food and they're coming in they're asking for food I will in the best of my ability I'm not I will try to help you know sometimes you know sometimes we get into a place where I'm just a paycheck short of being right there where you are so I got to count all my pennies, you know what I'm saying? So get that. But if I, you know, if I can swing it, 
I would I would definitely help out because like the person said in the one, like we're all human. Like we have to stop treating each other like we're not human. We're all fucking human and we all go through shit. Shit happens. That could be you next week. That can be you in three hours. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't know what the fuck is going to happen during the day. So remember that you are human while you sticking your nose up at someone and be like, oh my God, no, too good for this. Well, you know what? You keep staying like that. And when your ass is on the street and you needing help, I hope people walk over you the same way you walked over this person. Because you want to look, you know, you know, act like you're better than everybody else. And that's not cool. All right, y'all. I think I got my recaps in <laughs> for the day. Um, I know. I uh, I don't know. We'll see. I think Love and Hip Hop comes on tonight. I could be wrong. Probably comes on tomorrow. I don't know. I know it's two of them, but Miami didn't come on last week, I don't think. But anyway, anyway. Um, speaking of Miami, did anybody else see that Amada and um oh my god, why can I not think of his name at this particular moment? But that Amada video with what's his name? I thought they didn't like each other. Safari. With Amara and, and Safari, and I mean that that was a a little spicy. That was a little spicy. You know, if you haven't seen it, you know, <laughs> it was a little spicy, y'all. But <laughs> just saying. All right. All right, peeps. Thanks for hanging with me. Thanks for joining in on these little recaps that uh, I must probably start doing maybe once or twice a week. Um, just getting me back into the flow of things. Let's be, to be completely honest. Love you guys. I wish everybody Bless, success, no stress in this world. You know, we, I know we all have shit that we deal with and we have to get through it the best way that we can. And with that, don't go ruining somebody else's day or mo or mo mood because of whatever the fuck you got going on with yourself. Cause you never know that person might be going through something too. And you can bring the light. You can be their light in that particular moment. So let's remember we're all human and we're all here. And we're all trying to figure this adulting shit out as we go along. Love you guys. Thanks for the support. Y'all have a good one. Talk to you soon.